over the past years, uh, there has been a clear shift where biological drugs are becoming more and more popular and uh, they're increasing on the market. One of the reasons uh, is that these drugs can be developed to be more targeted and therefore Welcome to Speed of Life and this special episode. Here we will focus on our needs in order for us to be successful in our pursuit in showcasing that we have a world-class ecosystem for life sciences. Hello to all the listeners of this special edition episode in which you will get to learn more about us working at Stunts Life Science and about some of our current focus areas. In this episode, we will meet my fantastic colleague, Anisha Khan, and dig a little deeper into the area of bioprocesses and test beds. Welcome, Anisha. Thank you. What an honor. <laughs> yeah, thank you for being here. Uh, before you tell us about what you do at Stunts, please tell us a bit about you and uh, your background. Of course. Uh, I'm Anisha Khan. Uh, I have a background in molecular biotechnology engineering from Uppsala University, where I first had my encounters with bioprocessing, which this episode is about. At Stunz, I primarily work in our collaboration with Tessa Center, which is a testbed for biological production here in Uppsala. And it was actually there uh, I first came in contact with Stunz when I did a part of my thesis. Uh, project there. Mm. You mentioned bioprocessing and uh, biological production. What does it all mean? Biological production in this case is the production of biological drugs. So drugs as most of us uh, know them as are molecules uh, like aspirin for example uh, and these molecules are very small and are produced through chemical processes. Biological drugs, on the other hand, uh, are way bigger and more complex molecules, such as antibodies and vaccines. And because of their complexity, the best way to produce them is through biological systems, such as living cells uh, that are also very complex. And the whole process of using cells to produce a certain molecule and getting it in its purest form is called a bioprocess. Okay, please tell me more. Over the past years, uh, there has been a clear shift where biological drugs are becoming more and more popular and uh, they're increasing on the market. One of the reasons uh, is that these drugs can be developed to be more targeted and therefore give you a more targeted treatment. So as an example, my thesis project involved an antibody for treatment of cancer, so tumor cells. Okay, please tell me more about the project. Of course, um, I did my project for a researcher at Uppsala Uni University and they had developed an antibody in collaboration with the Drug Discovery and Development Platform or the DDD platform at Scilab Lab. And the antibody that they had developed has uh, commercialization potential, uh, but before you can take your, your product to the market, your drug needs to go through all of, this, all of these different um, phases. Uh, even, there's even a preclinical phase where uh, 
no humans are involved. And this requires a lot of material for different studies. And uh, in this case, we wanted to generate the material for toxicology studies. Um, and in order to do that, we scaled up the process from small lab scale where, where you usually grow these cells in flasks uh, to bioreactor scale, which are, which are way bigger instruments. Uh, and since uh, this had not been done before uh, for this particular antibody, they were also very interested to, to know how the production process and the antibodies would behave when scaling up. Hmm. And you can compare it to baking. If okay. you will. <laughs> that sounds interesting. <laughs> Let's say you have a recipe for, <laughs> for a cake for six people, and then all of a sudden you have to bake it for 6,000 people. How would you do it, Diana? Uh, I would just multiply the recipe. <laughs> exactly. That's usually how people do it, and I think Ika does it as well when you mm -hmm. look for their recipes. Um, and so when you use the same recipe, in this case, or in any case, it's obviously not going to work just by multiplying. Why not? Because you'll probably need to tweak it okay. in order to make the cake taste the exact same way as it does when you bake it for six people. And you will need a bigger oven. You will need way more ingredients and all of that. So it's there's a lot of more things to think about and to consider. So at Tesla Center, you have the possibility to do a trial and error run for your protocol, not your recipe. So you cannot bake at Tesla Center. <laughs> but uh, you can do this kind of run for your uh, protocol that you have for your process and verify your project. Is there a limit for uh, what scale it has to be? I think they have bioreactors up to 200 liters or even 500 liters. Um, so... We're talking big scale okay. when we talk about Tesla Center. Why does Tesla Science engage in this? Well, uh, we have a lot of competence in bioprocessing in Sweden and particularly here in Uppsala. And to keep up and enable development in this field, uh, along with the increase in biological drugs, as I mentioned before, the government funded the Tesla Center building together with uh, Cytiva, which was the healthcare back in 2017 mm -hmm. um, when they started building it. And Tesla Center is an innovation and research infrastructure and at Stunz we value test beds, uh, competence and innovation which all aligns with Tesla Center. So we were very eager to be a part of this uh, collaboration. Tesla Center is a legal entity of Cytiva so Stunz uh, acts as a neutral layer to assure that the center is available to everyone who wants to use the facility. What is it that you do on a daily basis? On a daily basis, I sit in front of the laptop a lot and answer <laughs> a lot of emails. <laughs> uh, but in general, uh, I, I work with Tesla Center together with my colleague Malin Liderholm. And our role is to be the first point of contact for those uh, interested in using the center. Uh, we also secure verification funding and other kind of funding uh, that lowers the threshold for companies to utilize the testbed. And we also 
work with external processes uh, to make sure that the facilities are used uh, in the best way and to its full potential. And one of uh, and one example is the Testa Challenge. Okay, tell me more. What is Testa t- Challenge? Testa Challenge uh, is an event where we uh, invite technical and digital companies to uh, verify their solutions in a bioprocess. Uh, so here we open up the doors uh, to Tesla Center mm-hmm. and invite any company, whether you're in the um, mining business or in IT or in textile, you are welcome to Tesla Center to test whether your innovation works in a bioprocess. And it is a way for you to explore whether the bioprocessing industry is uh, an option for you or not but biological uh, or typical biological innovations or technical innovations uh, that already work with biologics are also welcome of course mm. really sounds interesting uh, what opportunities do you see that the testbed brings to the companies and the ecosystem so for the companies uh, as i mentioned before uh, when talking about the baking recipe yeah. <laughs> by doing a project at Tesla Center, you get to do a trial and error run for your process and you get to know your process uh, along that way. And something that I did not mention is that Tesla Center is a n- is not a GMP lab. Uh, so you can do everything in preclinical phase there. But when you're ready to take your biological drug into clinical phase, uh, to clinical trials, um, you know, after you've done all of the toxico- toxicology studies mm. or the necessary studies, you need to produce the drug in GMP. Okay. And GMP processes are expensive processes um, that are carried out by so-called CDMO companies. And what we have seen is that projects uh, that has been at Tesla Center can have way better discussions and uh, are better communicating with their CDMO company since they know their process so well mm. already. The companies uh, have also eliminated many of the risks that are connected to scaling up, and this all increases the, the chances of a successful GMP production. And adding to that, you create uh, and secure competence within your company. So if you ask me, It's a win-win situation. (laughs) (laughs) It really sounds like that. (laughs) Uh, What have you learned so far? I was surprised to learn that uh, Tesla Center isn't that much high in demand by companies and researchers. One of the reasons might be that it's uh, very new still, uh, but since it is such a unique and open facility, I I would think that there would be more demand. In the future, yeah. In the future, mm. I hope so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what would you like to achieve? What is your mission with the center? My mission? Well, I can say that our mission at Stunz uh, and uh, Testa Center, I think, agrees with me as well. Uh, our main goal is to achieve a system transformation where we want to see Testa Center uh, as a natural step in your drug development process uh, before entering clinical phase. So 
as I mentioned before, Tesla Center is not in that high demand as I expected. Uh, yet. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but in the future, we we want there to be that demand because we have reached a system transformation where everyone who develops drugs automatically comes to Tesla Center to do their verification projects and scale up and generate material. Uh, I really hope it will be like that. Um, and as a wrap-up, could you tell us what you would want the listeners to take with them uh, or to do after hearing this podcast? After hearing this podcast, I I hope that the listeners have understood a bit more about bioprocessing and about Tesla Center and the possibilities there and hopefully how students uh, works with Tesla Center as well. And if you are a company or a researcher with uh, a biological drug or a technical solution or a digital solution that can be applied to bioprocess, you are more than welcome to contact us and we take it from there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> Thank you, Anisha, for guiding us through all the great opportunities available to companies or projects working with biological drug development or technology that can be used in the process. I look forward to following this development and think that it is a great way to strengthen the competence within the companies and promotion of cross-sectoral engagement through Tesla Challenge is really innovative and great, and I hope to see more of that in the future. Uh, I believe it all contributes to strengthening the ecosystem as a whole and uh, endorses sustainable cross-sectoral development, which is really important. So thank you, and thank you for being here. Thank you. I'm really excited about my Spotify debut. <laughs> <laughs> you did great. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. This podcast series is developed and produced by Stones Life Science. Stones is a foundation creating sustainable growth through private-public collaborations. Thank you for listening and for more information about this podcast and as well as about Stones, please visit our website lifescience.stones.se and follow us on LinkedIn where you will find us under our name.